0: Our Father we give you praise, we thank you so much. We are so grateful for what you've been doing and we thank you for what you're about to do. We are here before you to receive from you. Oh Father, we pray this morning is going to be none of us but all of you. Yes, that I pray for every heart here that they will re- you will prepare the heart as they listen, that their ears will be open here. And their mind will be open here, and their heart will be a receptive heart. In the name of Jesus. And myself, as I I speak your word, I pray I will speak as the oracle of God. I pray that you will think through my mind and speak through my lips this morning. That I will not speak of my own self, but I speak of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Cool. Now this morning, uh, I'll be talking about praying for the impossible. Uh, almost look, I was uh, when uh, uh, Leo mentioned that uh, we today we're going to pray for impossible. I told him, "Did anybody tell him <laughs> what I was about to talk about today?" Oh, <laughs> well, she was like, oh, "I'm not too sure." So that means uh, the Holy Spirit is at work already praying for the impossible we got to, our main text will be from Matthew 19 from 26 amplifier version now Matthew 19 26 Matthew 19:26 But Jesus looked at them and said with people as far as it depends on them it is impossible but with God All things are possible. I think if we just stop there, we can go home. I want us to repeat this. With God, all things are possible. It didn't say something. Look at that. It says all things are possible with God. Now, this is far more than the the power of positive thinking. This is not positive thinking. This is the power of God that makes what seems impossible, possible. And that place in the Bible says nothing shall be impossible with God. Nothing. There are so many impossible things in the world today. But uh, it is impossible unto men. But it's never been impossible unto God. Imagine God created heaven and earth. He created you. Whatever you go through, it is uh, not a big deal to God. It's a big deal to you because to you it's impossible. But to God, never been impossible. The one thing that it seems very impossible, especially the case of Lazarus, died for four days. It wasn't there uh, two days. In fact, it didn't just die. It was already buried but it didn't just bury it, this guy was thinking smelling that case right there it is impossible <laughs> there's something about God God never been late God even he made himself late so that he can show the glory of God so that he can show the impossibility of the father when they told him the Lazarus is sick <laughs> come and pray for him he said no we're going to wait for another day. <laughs> oh, God is so good. I'm going to wait for another day. And God told his disciple, he said, let us go and wake see, uh, Lazarus up because uh, Lazarus has been sleeping. And the disciple responded, if Lazarus has been sleeping, he will wake up by himself. See, they don't get the message. See, so God was prophesying. God was confessing. <laughs> but because they didn't get the message... Now, he has to make it very clear. Now, Nazareth is there. Let's go and, what, and raise him up. That case was impossible. And the power of God was made manifested. Have you ever, have you ever imagined that? Have you ever thought about the, the, that story, that uh, situation? I shared before with some people. Back in the days, when somebody died, they wrap him up. Just the same way they did with Jesus. Jesus' case was even more powerful because Jesus was wrapped. The only place that was wrap is just a face. But usually they put a cloth to cover Jesus Christ's face. But when Jesus Christ resurrected, you know where it came out from? It came out of, uh, I mean, this is so powerful. The cloth was laid on the side. But that means Jesus Christ came out, I, don't, I can't explain that, through the face that was in cover. The whole uh, the wrapping thing just deflated, just, it just went down. It's powerful. That is why Peter saw what happened, and the Bible says, and he believed. Even all the while they've been with Jesus for three and a half years, they never really believed. But when he saw what happened, he saw how powerful it was. For Jesus Christ, he came up from that alone, from that little window thing. He said, and Jesus and Paul believed that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Amazing, but it's a case of Lazarus, also different. This is revealing the power of God. Lazarus was wrapped, laid down like this, he wasn't standing, laid down flat. But uh, it was the very first time Jesus Christ screamed. Bible says it was, he wept, but when he get to that tomb, and Bible says he screamed loud, say, Lazarus, come forth. You know, the power of God took. Lazarus, where it was lying down, he made he it stand like this. It was lying flat like this, and he stood like this. And it was, he, he didn't work because it was wrapped. Even though they had to tell him that guy, unwrapped him. Unwrapped. That means the power of God took him from where he was lying down and took him standing. It didn't took him standing just like that. It drew this guy all the way before the entrance. That is why he said, roll the block, the stone away, and he was standing before the entrance. They said, unwrap him. Why he was lying down, the power of God took him. Oh, that is impossible. But to us, it is impossible. But to God, it is possible. <laughs> so no matter how your situation may look like, to you it seems impossible. No, not with God. But the Bible says, with me, it is impossible, but not with God. But with God, all things are possible. Now, I want us to change our thinking today. Never look at yourself, because the moment you look at yourself, you look at in the impossibility of yourself or of the situation. But when you set your eyes on Jesus, you look at the possibility. (laughs) Because God is a God of impossibility. To pray for something, for impossible, or having an impossible outcome, you must shift your focus. That is only, that is the key here. You have to shift your focus from yourself. And you fix your eyes on Jesus. The moment you set your eyes on Jesus, forget about your impossibility. Now your impossibility becomes possible or possibility. That is it. It is the, that is the problem we have today. The moment you look at the situation or you're looking at yourself. Things become impossible. But the moment you shift your, your focus of yourself, but you fix your eyes on Jesus, things become possible. Think about it today. What is it that is so impossible today? Think about it. What is it that is impossible to you? But God is saying to him, it is not impossible. All you need to do, just depend on me. If you can trust me for that, with that, I will make it possible in your own life. We must take our eyes off our circumstances or ourselves. When we look at ourselves, we see impossible. But when we look at Jesus, we see the possible. Nothing is impossible with God. In other words, we can, pray, we can put it this way. To pray for the impossible, you must believe in him. That makes all things possible. Mark chapter 9, verse 23 says, Jesus said to him, if you can believe, <laughs> all things are possible to him who believes. If you can believe. Now, for many years, or traditionally, we've been, we've been taught that uh, this particular scripture means that uh, you can believe for your miracle if you, you, in capital letter here, you can believe. You know, that is not really what the scripture was saying. If you can, you can believe. I'm going to explain. But if you study the Greek very well, the structure of this uh, sentence or this particular verse, it simply means you can believe that all things are possible to him, Jesus, who is always believing. Because we remember the story that led to this uh, discussion here. Remember that... uh, the, the, the father with the, with the son that was uh, kind of a uh, foaming and uh, I probably have uh, all this uh, seizure or whatever it is. And they brought him to the disciples. They could not set him free. Now, Jesus Christ was coming down from the Mount of transfiguration. Now, the father came to Jesus. say, if you can do anything, have mercy on us and heal my son. If you can do anything, and God say it is not all about me, they can do anything or not. But well, he put it back to him. If you can believe, <laughs> do we see this? God is saying it is not all about if I can do anything, because to me I can do anything, but to you, is it can you believe anything? That is right. It was refined to him. Say, if you can believe in me, I can do anything for you. It is not just if you can believe. It's not just about if you can believe in yourself. If you you believe, you know, that is what we have today. The culture we have, believe in yourself. Oh, yeah. Believe in yourself. You can, yes, yes, to some extent. (laughs) But through God, you believe in yourself because the one that is inside of you, that is the reason why you believe in yourself. And I say self is different. Through Jesus. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You are not believing as you, 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 you. No, but you are believing in the greater one that is in yourself. <laughs> if you can believe, all things are possible unto you. So whatever that seems impossible unto you is no longer impossible no more. It becomes possible through the power of him that lives inside of you. That makes so much difference. It's not all about well, how well or how much you can believe. But who do you believe? (laughs) That is what it's all about. Who do you believe? Bible says, I know who I believe. (laughs) Bible says, though that know their God, they shall do, they shall be what? They shall be strong and do exploit. If you know your God, because you know your God is a God of impossibility. When you know him, that would say you shall be strong. And we do, you will do exploit. Because you are no longer looking at yourself, but you are looking at the greater one that is inside of you. That is how you do exploit. That's how you become strong. You are no longer looking at yourself. Jesus is the only one whose faith is always constant. He never wavers. His faith never fails. And if you can believe that all things are possible for Jesus, who never doubts, never wavers, then you are on your way to, re- your, to receiving your miracles. If you can just believe that Jesus Christ, so forget about. It. Don't have faith in your own faith. Have faith in the faith of God. <laughs> if you have faith in your own faith, your faith will fail you, because at some point you will waver. At some point, you will doubt. But God's saying, don't look at the sacrament. How about you just look at me? Look at me. I will be. It's just like Jesus Christ kind of saying, I will believe for you. <laughs> All you need to do, just, just believe in my faith, and I will believe for you. Then if, if I believe for you, I am the one. I never doubt. You will receive what seems impossible to you, then because it's possible to me. You must have faith. Not in yourself, but in him who always believes and always want to do good to you. Now, this part here, we must allow the Holy Spirit to minister to us. Now, sometimes we say it so many times that uh, there's nothing impossible with God. I mean, we can quote that scripture. All things are possible with God. We can quote it. But all of this stuff, they are true acknowledge. knowledge. That is why we need to trust him. And you guess what? You have the ability. See, it is not the issue of your faith. You have faith. <laughs> oh, blessed be the name. You have faith of God. The Bible said that, that you have faith of God. It's just a matter of whether you want to believe it or not. Because we allow the unbelief to sneak in. See, you have faith. Faith is already there. Don't let anybody tell you that, oh, you don't have enough faith. No. You see, it's that a little tiny faith. That is all you need. See, if you have a faith as a mustard seed, just a little faith. Just little faith, that's all you need. And you have that. Now, why? No, we said it's because you don't have enough faith. It's not about you don't have enough faith. It's all about you allow the unbelief to overcome your faith. That is why if you stay believing, don't allow any unbelief to come in. You will receive everything impossible every single time with God. Because now you are no longer trusting your faith. Now you're putting your, your faith in the faith of Jesus That is when you receive things that are impossible. I'm going to give us one story here. I'm going to camp on some of this stuff. And I'm going to reveal certain things to us. In the book of Acts, chapter 12, 5 to 15. That was Peter, therefore, was kept in prison. But prayer was made without season. I want us to underline that. These are the keys right here. Prayer was made with a season of the church unto God for him, and where Herod who have brought him forth the same night Peter was sleeping between the two soldiers. That is very interesting. They just cut off James' head, the brothers of John. Now they they cut uh Peter's word, they're going to do exactly the same thing to him the night before, but because of Passover. The error thought, okay, let's just uh, allow the Passover because the Jews, they love the fact that uh, Herod killed James. He pleases them. Now, because of that, that is why he lays hands as well on, on Peter. So he can do the same thing because he wants to please the Jews. Now, this guy knew exactly what happened to James. They're going to do exactly the same thing to him. He was fast asleep. Have you ever thought about that? <laughs> it's like they're going to kill you tomorrow, but you are sleeping so deep. Do you know that tells me, that is why it is good to only listen to those who be the dweller of God's word, not the hearer only. See, People can just talk, 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 but they don't do the word of God. Do you know Peter was one of them that do, does the word of God? He was the one that wrote. Cast all your worries upon Him, because I care for you. He wrote it. He become the dweller of God's word. What he wrote, he was fast asleep. He cast his worry upon God. See, I am not so much in there with those people. They just talk. They don't be the dweller of God's word. I listened to you one time. You are, I can't see the the, the 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 sign that you become you are the dweller of God's word. I'm not going to listen to you again. To me, it's just a theory. But uh, Peter put the, the practicality of God's word, the reality of God's word, into oh my God, <laughs> he bring it to reality. He said, "You know what? You can cut off my one of uh, my, my my family, but you know I will never be moved." It was fast asleep when the angel showed up. Do you know what angel did? He smote him. Bible said the light came in. You know, normally, if you see the light, and the, when the angel showed up, they bring a very big light I and mean, a very strong light. Do you know? Peter, Peter didn't wake up. This guy is fast asleep. Can you do that today? See, that is why sometimes we get, see, we get so uh, carried away with our problem. We get carried away with what we go through. Because we fail to look at the God of impossibility. But we are looking at our impossibility. But we fail to fix our eyes on him. That is why you have a sleepless night sometimes. Because you carry that in your heart. Oh, they're going to do this. This is what is going on. I'm going to die. This is God said. Fix your eyes on me. The more you look at yourself, the more you look at impossibility, you will never have a sound sleep. That is exactly what Peter was. Peter was like, you know what? I am not going to look at what is happening. I am going to fix my eyes on Jesus. When angel showed up, angel smote him. Wake up! (laughs) Oh my! Between them. You know how powerful it is? this situation here. I'm see, this situation is amazing because this situation is impossible. There are about twelve soldiers that surround this guy, two where it was, it was in the prison, two by the door on the way. Bible says you have a four squad, four in each. That is twelve. Now the very first thing it was between with between the two soldiers. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> impossible. The very first thing, when the angel showed up, the angel didn't say anything. The Bible says the chain dropped. <laughs> the chain broken. So what is it that we're going through today? When you invite Jesus to your situation, he doesn't need to say anything. It should only, it should, it, 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 all you need is just let him show up. <laughs> let him show up. But this is not God even showing up. The angel is the one showing up. What if Jesus himself showed up? <laughs> Impossible. Bible says in verse, uh, I mean, in verse uh, at the end of uh, that verse seven, said, and his chain fell off from his uh, from his hand, and the angel said unto him, "Guide thyself. Bind on thy sandals." So he did, and he said unto them, "Cast thy garment about and follow me." And he went. I'm going to jump now. They came, verse ten, when they were past the first and the second world, they came unto the iron gate that led it unto the city, which opened to them of its own accordingly. They don't force the door. The moment they step before the door, the door opens. There's a place where I'm going here. <laughs> Keep watching, guys. Keep watching. Oh, This is going to be yummy. <clears throat> this is good stuff. And they went out and passed on through one city, one street. The angel departed from him. Now, that's one thing here I want us to pay attention to. I'm going to drop down to verse 12. When he has considered the things, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose son name was Mark, where many gathered together praying. You see that? They must be praying so late at that time. Because before, they were praying in the season when, very early hour in the night. Now, before the soldier can fall asleep, and even before Peter can fall asleep, he said, it must be a little bit late. Now, they were still praying. Now, Peter knocked on the door. After he'd been set free, been delivered by the angel, he was on the street by himself. Now, he came to himself, and said, wow, it must be angel. God has sent his angel to, to deliver me from the hands of Herod. And he knocked on the door. A young girl came because he heard the voice of Peter. It would excite me. He ran back. He said, Peter is by the door. They said, "That You must be crazy. Isn't that interesting? You know, you are praying for something you don't even believe. You know, the very first thing, that's what I thought. I said, I've been praying. I said, How come, God? They, they, they are praying for something they don't even believe. The Holy Spirit corrected me He said it is not like because they don't believe They don't expect it this way See, so many times We are looking our own way Because it's going to come to this direction We analyze things Yes, if it doesn't come this way If it doesn't come this way That's not God not, Nothing is happening No, Bible says It's way higher than our own way Every single time I thought about certain things That it's going to come to this direction It never happened Not one time Not one time always where you don't even expect see they were expecting that Aaron would say okay you know what let's cancel this let's release them that was their expectation they never expect God is going to send the angel and deliver him straight away just like that you know it's the same thing with your story you fix your eyes if it's only this way that has to come to this way but God is saying, no that is your way that is not my way your way is impossible but my way it is possible so you must shift your focus from uh, the easy way because things doesn't happen with God, it's the easy way. That, see, that's how we pray. God, make a way where there's no way. Amen. <laughs> Amen. We pray that we need to become conscious of what we pray for. Forget about your, I'm expecting this way. Forget about, just expect God will do his miracle. Don't look for how he's going to do that. So many times I want to know how. This way, mm-mm. It's not working. This way, no, it's, this is too difficult. You see, that is the problem. You're looking at our God said, don't look at our. Just put your faith in my faith. Then when you put your faith in my faith, I will do impossible. <laughs> we must shift our focus. Seeing what is possible to you, trust me, that is what God wants you to do. You see, when your vision your goal your dream become possible uh, you can achieve that it is easy for it is that is not God The goal and the vision God will give you it is impossible to you that is why he, he, he needs you to trust him God will never give you something you can uh, you can easily do it is impossible if he give it to you you are not going to trust him but when you give you a vision when you give you the dreams, your dream is way bigger than you. But when you give it to you because you know this is too big, that is why in the sun I know <laughs> because I'm big myself, that is why you can trust me. What is your vision today? Is that easy? What's your circumstances? Too easy. What's your problem? Too easy. God is saying to me. It is, it is possible. But to you, it is difficult. In the dic- God's Dictionary, there's nothing like difficult. Already wiped out. removed completely. When you are in the kingdom, it's the same way. Your impossibility already gone. Now you are living a life of possibility because you are in the kingdom of God. Amen. Do you see God see this? Do you know one thing? I want us, I was saying that in that, that the, verses, the verses that we read, the scripture that we read. I want us to, I said, we need to pay attention to this. Do you know when the angel showed up? One thing that happened there, the chain dropped. This is impossible for Peter to do. Now, the angel asked Peter to do three things. He said, number one, put on your bed. Number two, put on your sandals. Number three, put on your garment. The four things that follow me. Now, God left the possibility to human beings. <laughs> God will never ask you to do something that is impossible. He allows you to do what is possible because it is his responsibility to do what is impossible. He never asks. Peter, break your chain because it is impossible to Peter. But it did the impossible, he break the chain. You only ask, Peter, put on your shoe. Of course, it is easy. <laughs> that is possible. Put on your garment. Have you ever thought about it? The angel said, Let me put on your garment for you. No, He left that to him. But when they get to the iron gate, what did he tell him? Did he say anything? The gate opened because that was impossible to Peter. So God will always leave the possibility to you. But these days, that is not always the case. We want to take God's responsibility and our responsibility. We put them together and we become too heavy. And say, where is God? Where is God? God is saying, you are carrying too much. You take my part. You're supposed to take your part. But you want to do my part. My part is impossible. Your part is impossible. That is why we have problem today. Why don't you take your part? Your part is possible. Why don't you leave the impossibility with God? <laughs> oh. God is so cool like that. Do You know the same example in the scripture, when you're about to, about to raise the Lazarus, or when he changed uh, the, the, the six of uh, me wine, I mean water into wine. Do you know what he asked him to do? God didn't say, okay, you know, give me the, uh, the bucket, the, give me the bucket. I'm going to take some water. I'm going to help you and pour it in the, in the pot. God didn't do that. It's possible to the servants. Let them do that. Now, my tongue. See, God is just going to say, This is my tongue. You guys can't turn the water into wine. <laughs> this is the area of my specialty. And he went there. Oh my. Just pray. Very simple prayer. And he turned the water to wine. That is impossible. The same thing I did when he was about to raise Lazarus. When he commanded Lazar come forth, that was impossible to man. But do you know what he asked the people to do? Roll the stone. <laughs> Unwrap him is possible to man, but commanding the life to come back, I wonder how it feels like. Somebody already think is decaying. Have you ever pictured that? Almost like a you no, know, that, that, those uh, movies. I don't watch movies, but uh, transformation, Transformer. Imagine, nice like, comfort. And the king was, you know, the life is just, uh, I mean, have you imagined that? I mean, things have been put together. It's even more crazy when God says, speak to the dry bones, when he talks to Ezekiel. These bones are dried. I mean, they are scattered all over the place. That is impossible. God says, dry bones, come back to life. This is a true transformer now. Imagine the bones of one leg is on the other side. Somebody has a skull. is on that side. And God wants to bring it together. He just brings it to, 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 to. I mean, it's put them together. And after the bite, imagine just the bones standing. The skeleton standing. Then uh, he says, speak life again. Cover with the flesh. I mean, what amazing experience for Ezekiel. To picture the power of God in demonstration. Because of that, it is impossible to Ezekiel. God wants to explain to you that what you see as is impossible, to me it is possible. That is why have faith in God's faith, not in your faith. Because when you have faith in God's faith, it will never fail you. To see the impossibility or to see in the impossible, number one, you must believe that God is a God of impossibility. You have to believe that. You must believe there's nothing with God. Nothing is impossible. You have to believe that. You have to see beyond yourself. See beyond the circumstances. See beyond what everybody is saying around you. Oh, somebody says, I have cancer. Because you see, we've seen people die with cancer today. Because we see that, we fix our eyes on that. We fail we to fix our eyes on Jesus. Jesus is everything to him. All things are possible. I am not looking at what happened to so-so and so-so and that is what the enemy wants to do to you. It will remind you of what happened to so, 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 and so, and so. Then you start thinking about, oh, so, 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 and so, and so, die of this. Then you You want to shift the focus from God of impossibility and shift the focus to what has been said or what has happened in the past. God said, don't look at the past. Look at me. Don't look down. Look up. Number two, we must establish whatever we are praying for is it the, the will of God? If it's the will of God, forget it. It is done. Once you establish this is the will of God, you can pray for impossible. But if you don't know it is the will of God, how would you pray? You' just be guessing. Let me see if it works or not. You will never receive anything from God. Number three: you must pray without a season, without season. Don't stop praying. Don't stop praying. We must not lose hope. You must not give up. Somebody say, it's been two years. Oh, yeah. It's been two years. But God is saying, no, it is not time for you to give up yet. I've been praying for my family for five years. God said, yeah, it's okay. but we'll never give up. Don't pray. Don't say... Don't stop! Don't, don't give up now. Pray without ceasing. You pray until you see result. That is what it means. This is not the time. It's too late for you to give up right now. Imagine you've been praying for two years because you haven't seen it for two years, and now you want to give up right now. You know how far you've come. You think God is not there? God is always there with you. He says, "Son, keep going." Bible says, "In due season." If You faint not, you shall reap what you sow. When you are praying, you are sowing the seed. That's what the Bible says. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 to 18. Say, rejoice evermore. <laughs> Say, pray with that season. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. How many people pray when they are going through some trial and tribulation? They are going through some tough time. Not many people pray. But this is what the Bible commands. In everything, give thanks. He said, when you give thanks, you are going through some trouble. That is uh, my will concerning you. That is when you see me in demonstration of my power. Because you, don't look, you, you are no longer looking at the circumstances. You are looking at Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. We rejoice when we stop feeling like victims of or outcasts. We need to stop feeling like victims. We need to stop feeling so sorry for ourselves. When you start feeling so sorry for yourself, that means you've shifted your eyes of God and you're looking at yourself. Look at me. This is who I am. No, God is saying, that's it, whatever that you're going through, that is not your identity. Now, the enemy wants to make it your identity. That's why he's always using my when he speaks, it always use my. Because you don't recognize the difference between my and who is speaking. He personalizes for you that when those thoughts come, you don't you, you never realize that. You think it was you. That is not your identity. Your well, identity is of God. I'm going to finish with this. Luke 18, 1 to 8. The very, Luke 18, 1 to 8. The very first uh, verse, it says, And he spake a parable unto them to this hand that men ought to always pray, not to faint. Men ought to always pray, not to faint. And God wants to emphasize this in a parable he was about to share. When it's a man, it's talking about men and women, right? That's what it's talking about. Men always ought to pray, not to faint. And God shared the story of a man, a woman, who was troubling the judge. Bible says, unjust judge. He said, Avenge me! He keeps troubling. Now, if you look at verse 30. There was a widow in the city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of my adversary. And he will not for a while. But after all, he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard me, yet because this widow troubled me, I will avenge her, lest by a see, continual coming, she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said verse 7 and shall not God avenge his own elect which cry day and night unto him though he be long with them I tell you that he will avenge them speedily nevertheless when the son of man cometh shall he find faith on earth when we know when we are going after something the key thing is you must not faint sometimes uh, we don't see very things very quickly then our heart become very sad But God's saying if you don't faint I will manifest myself so what is it that we've been going through today what difficulty do we find ourselves that you're saying God I've been praying for so long and God is saying yeah I know but I'm always there with you only if you don't give up I will show myself great in your whole life. What looks impossible unto us, is always possible with God. Yeah. I'm going to finish with this final story. I've shared this one with some people, but this is just perfect time to share. There was a woman. Her kid was paralyzed can walk but they're at a very young age very very young now kind of grown up right now now it's become difficult i mean you can imagine you couldn't walk from an age of maybe two or three but now you're about uh, i don't know 10 between 10 to 15 i think every morning because if you believe god can set the, the kids free Every morning she will uh, drag this the son to the living room. Every morning I pray in the name of Jesus, be healed in Jesus' name. I command it to be here in the name of Jesus. And she will put the kid back to the bedroom. She did it for one year. You know, some of us will have given up after two months because we don't, see. nothing was happening nothing but uh, almost exactly one, one year she, she, she did the same thing again in the name of Jesus be healed See, she was not ready to give up and uh, the cloud descended into her room living room the glory of God came God Jesus Christ himself showed up oh my She's been going for one year. Jesus Christ showed up. Do you know, Bible see, from that story, the bones were popping. You know, because the bones become hard. If you can't walk for so many years, from the, from a younger age, the bones were popping. And the bone was she could hear, I could hear, the bones popping in the room because the glory of God came down. Do you know one thing? The baby stood up and he started walking. He started running around. That's the power of God. The power of praying without season. You know, for the over this nation as well, we're praying, God, let there be revival, let there be manifestation of your power. You say, somebody said, I've been praying for two years. God said, okay, so? Amen. Now you're going to give up now? Do you, do you truly want to see what you've been praying for? Now, stick to that. Then when the time comes, I will launch myself. Yeah. Amen, amen. Praise God. Shall we close our eyes? What are we going through? That seems impossible. Have we received a doctor's report? They only give you that a limited time. So we give you six months, we give you two, two, two months. <laughs> oh, we need to smile. We rejoice because our faith is not in our own faith, but our faith in the faith of Jesus. We are not trusting ourselves. We are not looking at the circumstances, but do you know it is time right now? Whatever that we carry, it is too heavy. Why don't you give it to God, the Author and the Finisher of your faith? He is the greatest. Nothing shall be impossible to God. All you need to do, is give it to Him. Bible says, "Cast your worries upon Me, because I care for you. He cares for you too much." You don't need to hold on to what, you, what the situation you are going through. So Father, we pray. We are so grateful. We are so thankful. Thank you. We give everything to you right now. Whatever we carry. Yes, definitely. It is impossible. And right now, we're going to do our own part and do what is possible. We leave the other part to you that seems Impossible. We refuse to take your own part with our own part. We're just going to do our own part. But we thank you that we are, you are working on our behalf. And we give you will give it praise, honor, and adoration. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus. Mighty name. Amen.